welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. You're listening to the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown. Don't forget, if you do enjoy the podcast, we'd love it if you left us a review or a rating on iTunes. It just helps us spread the words. And we head back to Australia now to catch up with Richard Thompson. Richard, welcome. Thanks for joining us once again here on the Kona Edge. Thanks, Brad. Lovely to be here. Richard, let's talk about your bike. Uh, we, we actually haven't spoken about it much at all. You, you mentioned you, you were fairly strong on the bike early on in your, your triathlon career. Is that still the case? Would you, would you say that's uh, your strongest of the three disciplines or, or has it ever been? Has that changed? Yeah, absolutely. Has always been the strongest of my three disciplines. Um, I didn't have a, a very impressive uh, performance in Hawaii last year. Um, more of a, you know, certainly a much more of a nutrition issue than anything else, but um, I think in Hawaii, uh, Bustleton 15, I had done, you know, did, uh, 4.42. Um, and yeah, it's always, it's always, always been a, a go-to. If anything, I'd always probably smoke it a little bit harder than I need to, to the detriment of my run a little bit, but, um, love the, love the bike. And I think you've got to almost as an Ironman athlete, you've got to really enjoy it. Is it something that it's just naturally that it is your strongest or have you had to work particularly hard at it? No, it's always come. It's always been there. And I don't necessarily know. I mean, I just uh, had a mountain bike as a kid that we just did a few jumps over, nothing to note. And I, for whatever reason, um, I think it was probably this, the, the, the when I started triathlon, it was a discipline that I um, always, I, I sort of gravitated easily to for the longer distances. So, very early on, I was sort of riding, just because I enjoyed it, I was riding sort of three more, yeah, three 100K rides a week just because my mates were doing it. So we did that for probably two years um, consistently. Um, so that sort of base helps, obviously, and um, it's always, yeah. And I think I have had to have, I've had to always have a strong bike, especially as a professional when I haven't. So I very rarely made the front pack, so you don't get too many options. Um, to, to you know, your cards are sort of forced, and you've got to produce some pretty heavy power out of the gate just to catch up. Yeah, I mean, having having that sort of base is is incredible, and and it, it sort of follows on to my next question. Over your sort of Ironman and triathlon career, is there something you've done that's given you that you think's given you the edge? And and having a base like that's probably one of the things. But is there anything else you can think of? Yeah, I think uh, I, I mean it's a it's a fairly uh, uniform answer. But having a power meter is incredibly uh, important. I've had a power meter probably for uh, ten of the last ten ten years, um, and um, but not 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 integral. I don't think it's certainly important, but not integral. Um, the base worked. The base uh, work absolutely. Um, when you don't have, I mean, that was that were, that were the years that I didn't have a pad. I didn't think I had a, had a speedo on the bike. It was just riding for the sake of riding. Um, but these days, putting yourself in an environment that you're not used to, so um, going to really, really, you know, having a block where you're just climbing hills, you know, and and um, or then going on a block and, and riding, um, you know, long distances on the flat. Um, but I, I, yeah, I think strength work is, is highly, um, underrated and the, the, the heavy strength work that I do, um, is I think attributable to, you know, helps, helps the threshold power increase and, and, um, 
yeah, it's, I mean, it's not pleasant, you know, it's not a, not a pleasant sessions. Those sessions are not pleasant, but certainly um, they're beneficial when it comes to race day. Yeah, absolutely. And, and let's talk about some of the sessions you love doing. What are your, what are your absolute favorites? What do you, when you wake up in the morning and go, yeah, I get to do that. Let's, let's get out there and smash it. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> other than a, other than a coffee ride, I'm not sure whether I do wake up thinking, yes, I'm going to, I love this, but, uh, on, on the other side, when you finish it, I think my favorite is um, finding a good hill or if you've got a trainer, um, you know, uh, applying the, enough resistance and doing about um, 60 minutes worth of threshold work up a hill at really low cadence, so sort of 50, 60 RPM. Threshold, by definition, is about the power or the effort you can hold and maintain for 60 minutes straight until uh, exa- until exhaustion. So you're asking your body a lot um, and it's something you might want to build into and certainly a, a cadence range of 50 to 60, I would recommend you only do if your knees can handle that um, that load, but maybe start at 80 and bring it down to 70 or, or that, and go down in that way. But um, you might start at 30 minutes worth of threshold work and work your way up to 60 or 65, um, but something like, you know, seven by eight minutes or six by 10 minutes where at the end of that, each, at the end of each rep, you're just hating life so much and you just have to then roll back to the start and do it again um incredibly mentally direct, mentally challenging um but also brilliant to increasing your threshold power um and then on a shorter shorter level on a wind trainer on, a, on a, some sort of trainer something like um maybe 10 20 20 40 so 20, 10 20 seconds at max effort with 40 seconds rest um and then doing maybe 10 or 15 um, 60 second efforts at threshold or just above threshold with 60 seconds rest. It's about, I think it's about 70 minutes, but it absolutely, um, destroys you. So I probably, I mean, if you ask any of my mates, I, I probably ride, um, much harder than most. Um, I don't like to, to sort of do any junk miles. I only ride, I, I probably ride only about three times a week, but. When I'm doing, when I do do, when I do go out, um, it's certainly with the purpose. Yeah, and make, making them count because that's uh, especially as an age group where you you are pressed for time. Uh, the last thing you want to do is is pile on those junk miles where you're not actually getting the the big benefits from them. Yeah, and I guess I mean I'm, I'm I do I acknowledge that I've got a significant base that um, I can lean on when it comes to just being able to do sort of you know I might do one four hour one five hour ride one four hour ride and then one 90 minute ride on the trainer and that'll be sufficient um but for people who are just starting um yeah you probably don't want to do that intense work and you probably do want to get the 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 miles in so your body can adapt to that first it's only when you sort of you know when you can go out for five or six hours and it doesn't feel like you've done anything that's when you sort of start bringing in the intensity up Brilliant advice here. Well, Richard, thank you so much for that. Uh, much appreciated. Look forward to catching up uh, about your run next time. Uh. Thanks, Brad. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Run like the wind. Our next free online running seminar is happening soon. Sign up now on the KonaEdge.com slash running seminar. Mm-hmm.